Alright guys, welcome back to episode 12. Uh, today is August the 8th, I believe. Um, pretty interesting stuff for uh, for the show today. I'm joined by uh, JT and Brant as always, special guest. Uh, we'll be coming on later in the show, get some guests back on. Um, but pretty much what we're going to be touching on is uh, a little mishap that happened with me just within like the previous 24 hours. Um, some MLB talk. Uh, a skunk infant infestation that JT's dealing with. Um, we have the Mount Rushmore of the best MLB hitters of all time. Our good friend Danny King left for school today. Uh, the bombing that happened in Lebanon uh, and some other stuff um, that we'll get into. But uh, so without further ado, let's get started. Baby on the way. Then I caught my case. I went on the run and gave myself some time to think. Sitting in my cell. Alright, so that song is called County Jail by Nipsey Hussle, uh, and I recently just posted Bond to get out for this show. Um, no, I'm just kidding, but first thing we're going to do, go ahead and talk about is Word on the Street yesterday, or was this two, was this two days ago, or was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Um, Word on the Street is I got arrested. That is false. That's false information. That's fake news. That's fake news, um, and I'm just going to tell that story real quick. Um, so I was recently hired at FedEx uh, as like a pack, like a unloader and stuff like that. You go in early in the morning to unload trucks or whatever. Um, not a bad gig. I got on for like Christmas break kind of, and I had orientation yesterday. Though that way, whenever I got off of school, I could just come home and immediately work. Um, well, yesterday, let me take you through my day. I'd go get tested for COVID again because of school. School was mandating that all students be tested for COVID. So I was up at uh, the Med Express in Lavelle, Maryland. I was there at 8 o'clock and called at 8 o'clock to register myself. JT, bro, you need to go to a doctor and get that checked. It's, um, every episode. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Is it is. It is. But uh, so pretty much what happened, um, don't ever go to Med Express in LaVale. They suck ass. I was there at 8 o'clock. As soon as they opened, I called in and registered because you couldn't go in and like sign paperwork. I call and pretty much I got placed on hold for like 10 minutes. I, like, I don't know how many people were calling. Wasn't a big deal. I did not get seen. I sat in my car in the parking lot for 55 minutes. That was, I was like the second car there. There was one lady in front of me in a white Jeep, and then there was me in the parking lot. Well, she must have had COVID at that point. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, COVID ain't that bad. <laughs> but anyways. But no, they like came out to you. You didn't go in. Yeah, like, they that's did everything how, outside. That's how, yeah. yeah, that's how it worked for But me I'm just too. saying, like, that's like ridiculous. All these, there's like eight people I see walk out of the building to set up their little tent for the day and they're just standing around talking like, y'all got jobs to do, you're open. They should be done beforehand so that when you're open, you're actually open. Back to the main story. Um, I ran home just to sit down for like 20 minutes because I had 20 minutes to myself. And I was at FedEx at 10 o'clock for uh, the beginning of my orientation. Um, and at that time... You know, I didn't have my phone on. I just turned it on Do Not Disturb, put it away because I, you know, had a whole bunch of videos and paperwork to read and all that stuff. Um, so anyways, from about the hours of 10 to about 2.30, I was completely unavailable away from my phone. And, uh, you know, orientation's over, clock out, go sit in my car, see, you know, check my notifications. 
have a missed call and voicemail from my grandmother. I have a missed call and a voicemail from my dad. I have text message from my dad. I have a missed call from my sister Olivia. I have a text message from her. I have a Snapchat from her. Uh, I have a miss, uh, miss FaceTime call from JT here. I have a missed call from Brant. And I think I have one from uh, Danny as well, as well as our group chat blowing up. And I was like... We already have the lawyer set up and everything. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that, y'all. <laughs> so before, before yeah, go you ahead get and... to the point where you found out, JT, how did you find yeah. out? Yeah. Let's that, go through uh, this like... On a, what's chronological it? Yeah, order. chronologically. So, um, JT, your sister called yeah. me. Okay. I was, at, I was at a little party or whatnot, and I got a FaceTime was call Was the party worth it? Yeah. Are you sure? It's like, no. Right. Well, wait, worth what? Just going? Chilling? Yeah. It was a good time. I didn't you seemed like you wanted to get out of there, but you just couldn't. I did. Eventually. Got my keys and dip, but... Uh, Eventually. Anyways, right. yeah, Blake's sister called me, just started saying some shit about you being in prison. I was like... I knew that shit wasn't true, though, you know? Because, like, I knew, like... Okay. So then, I'm playing Call of Duty. I get a FaceTime from JT, and he's like, yo, Blake's in jail. I was like, what? So the first I started throwing gas the first on the fire. Thing, the first thing I do is, I check your location on Snap Map. And two it's hours like, ago at FedEx. Yeah, it was two hours ago at FedEx. So I'm like, Damn, this ain't good. I knew you were working those side jobs. I didn't know if you and your little side hustle crew got, <laughs> got in a little fight like with some Friday, other side yo. hustle. Like, y'all were fighting over a roof job or something. But, uh, so I put down my controller, you know, my guy puts down his M4 and I'm ready to pick up my M4 and come get Blake out of jail. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm really trying to figure out what's going on here. So I call JT back after he tells me this and I'm, you know, just trying to get any answer at all about what happened. So we're kind of all talking amongst ourselves, but we don't really know what happened because we can't get a hold of you. So we're kind of lost at this point. Unreal. So I think that's when we, we actually got a Snapchat from you not too long after saying you were fine. But yeah, so so um that happened. Do you guys know about what time that happened while we're going through this crime? Yeah, it was like it was like two. Right around two. Okay, yeah, so I was right almost at two. the end of my day. Okay, so like um, like I said I go out to my car and I check everything, and I'm like, first thing I did was call my my dad. Well, when I, I like unlock my phone, like I have like it just says iMessage if it's locked, and then it pops up like when I unlock it and stuff on the lock screen I can see. And Olivia said. Where are you? Like, are you okay with like four or five question marks? I was like, that's kind of weird. So let me call dad real quick. And keep in mind, my family's out of town because they all had doctor's appointments. And I was supposed to go for like, it was, we all had eye appointments, but I couldn't because I had orientation. So I stayed behind. Um, but yeah, so I was like, okay, well, that's weird. I got to call dad. And he was like, hey, he was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, why? He's like, I, I heard you got arrested. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, just call your grandmother, speak with her, and then call me back. So I go, Excuse me. I go, okay. So I text Olivia back. I was like, you know, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And she was like, I heard you got arrested and stuff like that. I was like, okay. So I called my grandmother back and she was like, I was like, hey, grandma. I was like, it's Blake. Like, I'm I'm fine. Like, there's nothing wrong. Like, I was just been at work all day and away from my phone. And she said, yeah, well, somebody called the house, like her house phone and stuff like that, claiming to be me. And they said, this is what they pretty much said. She told me like that they were in a, real bad car accident and they were dinged up pretty bad and that they got arrested and they needed like 8,500 bucks. So she's, you know, someone's trying to big. scam her. Like if I ever find, like I'm, if I ever come across this person, like, what's your record plane? <laughs> yeah, no, really. If I ever come across this person, like it's like, it's I might, for them. The, that'd be the first fight I've ever gotten in. It's going to be a it damn be quick one. Too. It's going to be, yeah. <laughs> But no, like, don't be messing with people like that, you know, like, yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of whack. Like, especially, yeah. like, it's one thing if, like, you mess with, like, me or something like that, but, like, my grandmother, like, come on, man, like, give, give her a break, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and honestly, leave the, 
Like, if you're one of those telemarketer people trying to scam like, that's people, one like, thing, but like, like, you're a loser. Yeah, nah, but like, you're a this loser. is... No, no, no. Like, I get that. So, yeah, definitely a loser. But, like, taking it to this extreme, that's, like... Come I on, just, man. I just encourage those people to get a little bit smarter. Try to finesse, like, yeah. a mortgage fraud. Like, finesse yeah. a bank out of some but, money. Not someone's grandma. And, yeah, you but know like, I mean? Or like, someone booking, a, like, a room. Yeah, like, like go Airbnb. big or go home. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but, yeah. So, my grandma, like, when she picked up the phone, she was, like... She said it didn't sound like me. She was like, Blake, is that you? Like, you don't sound like yourself. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, hurt and stuff. That's why I'm talking different or whatever. And she said she just hung up after all that happened. And she called my parents and stuff like that to, like, double check to see if I was okay and, like, let them know what happened. Uh-huh. And they said it was just like, you know, don't – it's a scam. He should be okay. And But they couldn't get in touch with me, like I said, because I was at work and stuff. So, anyways, finally get that straightened out with my grandmother, my father, my sister. So I called back, like, JT and stuff. And then he doesn't pick up, so then Danny calls through, and as soon as I'm talking to Danny, JT calls back, and, like, we events, we got it all straightened out. But, like, the word on this way, like, my, like, you know, grandmother didn't really know what to think and stuff like that, you know, just because, like, I do call her a lot and stuff like that and check in and stuff, and I didn't, I haven't called her in a while or anything like that, and I haven't been down, like, I'm getting ready to go see her this week, but, like, she hadn't heard from me in a while, and I, like I said, like, I call a good bit, so she, I guess she thought it could have been me, but... She kind of knew it wasn't because I'm not that ridiculous. I'm and, not going to uh, lie. I had the scanner on. I was refreshing Cumberland Patrol. <laughs> Actually, I did also up. check Cumberland Patrol <laughs> myself, yes. I feel like I feel like my dad knew it was a joke, though, because like he's friends with like a lot of cops and like people like that are in the justice system, I guess. So, like obviously, if something would like happen to me like that, like he'd definitely find out like as soon as it happened. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, so I walked out, and like I'm like, got like 15 people like reach out to and let them know like i'm not incarcerated and that i'm okay and like you know what i mean like i'm straight we're good i'm a free man but i was like i was honestly kind of like worried though that like maybe like something did happen and, like my name got mixed up with someone else and i w- actually would have to speak to the police about something because like as many people that contacted me is what kind of like it's one thing if like one or two people would have contacted me but like like i said like bro, i have like seven eight nine ten people to reach out to and like straighten things up with like so, but yeah, so we're all good. And after um, that, uh, I just thought we'd add that, you know, I asked Blake if he got his booty taken and if you had to put nah, any Kool-Aid none of that. on his none lips of that, or yo. any of that stuff. So. None of that. None of that. Um, but yeah, so. He, he's gay for the stay, though, if he comes back. Just let you boys know in there. You're bugging, man. <laughs> You're bugging. You gonna be my bodyguard? I told you, if we go into jail, bro, you coming with yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're bunkies. If I'm a felon, you're we're a felon, bro. We're bunkies. <laughs> It's got my back tight and get it tight and get big and strong like him. Then we'll be like, <laughs> well, we'll get you on the workouts in there. Then, <laughs> then we'll be double trouble. Hey, listen, my old man knows a lot of mobsters. So, I mean, we might have, we might end up having we might to have a little pool in there, knock huh? someone off at the end of the day to catch them back up with them. But we should, we should be well taken care we'll of. We'll get our street cred up. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. But no, so, uh, that's pretty much what happened to me. I, yesterday was just like an absolutely like just bizarre day, honestly, just cause I was all over the place and, and all of that. Oh, I'm tired. I I had to get up at like four today to go to work at FedEx. I was sad. Just went in to learn. We have to. We, me and one other guy, single handedly, un unloaded six parcel trailers for over three thousand packages in less than four hours. On the swipe right pod, there's three things that are guaranteed in life. JT's gonna poop his pants during the pod. Blake's <laughs> gonna yawn, and we're gonna pay taxes. That, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> so coming up next, we have simp season. Simp season. So uh, let's start with JT since we kind of already touched on your party activities yesterday. You uh, you were hanging out with a couple of friends. Uh, one lady in particular that uh, 
You may be, um... Has been a regular... It's starting to become a regular occurrence now. You could say this is his... I think it's just... Is she this did, the same girl? She did pop up on your, uh, on your private story twice this week. She yeah. posted that shit, not me. It don't... You uh, leave it up there, That's your phone. Though. That's your phone. See, that's your phone, and you leave it up? Listen, she is easier than an MW3 campaign, bro. Listen. <laughs> if she's that easy, did you... Did you get the business, JT? I... I didn't try. I heard she was telling you about her other encounters. That's with what I'm males. saying. That, that shit turned me off, bro. Like, like that, it's just, so right. she, so, I'm not even a part of that. So I mean, would you was, swipe would. right or would you swipe left on her from now on Ooh. after hearing that? I, mean, I like that. Oh my <laughs> gosh, Sim Seasons. Sim That's seasons. what Sim Seasons about. Even I'll, when she does you dirty and does you wrong, JT's still here for the stay and. I, so, I just don't approve. Frank, do you want to go next or do you want me to go next? Trying to skeet and beat you. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's quite I'm sorry. I don't know how to censor anything. Like, I'm sorry about that. So, um, but, uh, I guess I'll get mine out of the way. I have, uh. Well, no, yours is more recent. Yours is the most recent. So, actually, I want you to go last. I'll go next. Anyways, I ended up meeting some girls at the beach. And I think I fell in love with one of them. One. Two I'm of them. Two of three. them. Just, well. You got a whole start in five. <laughs> the one. Okay, so. The one girl is super cool. She goes to Georgetown, which isn't too far away from my school and stuff like that. She's at my grade. She's also studying biology with me. She's a super cool girl to talk to the whole time. Like, you know, it was like easy conversation, like all that. Like, very nice girl. Um, like, actually, like, enjoyed, like, hanging out with her and stuff like that and actually getting to know her. Um, so, I, like, she was, I thought, like, I thought it could have been reasonable to maybe tr- attempt to pursue something with her. She's, she only, she goes to school in DC, Georgetown to Mount St. Mary's like an or hour, she a brick away. 10 minutes. She might as well be on the Oregon trail, bro. And, <laughs> bro, she's and, a and after this date, I mean, Blake is telling me about how like, like he could marry this hey, girl. Like, this she's, she's and I'm very disappointed. And time out. Yeah. She did commit as a sophomore to play D one, D one softball at Brown university, which is wild. But then they had a coaching staff change. They had a whole bunch of different stuff happen. And she just decided to go to school. She's playing club sports. She involves some other clubs outside. Like, just great girl. Great and then girl. later in the week, you met another girl? I met another girl. Yeah, she plays lacrosse at school. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. And, like, Fell in love with she her was too. very she's very intriguing. She's very intriguing. Um, something about her actually piqued my interest. And I was very interested. Uh, and I was – so I don't know what will happen when we get back to school. Honestly, I'll probably – like, I think – I on like I don't want to like she seemed like a nice girl and stuff like that but I mean she's all I know um, is I rolled up to this girl's house at twelve thirty and Blake comes out real groggy now I don't know what was going on in there I don't Bob, know if they were playing I, cards or checkers or what I was but Blake come out of there you, at y'all know how I get tired bro y'all I fell asleep I had a couple missed calls from Brant like I was just tired I was out of it it was a long day you know so I was out there swimming with the dolphins that day so I was, my body was put my body through the test I was tired I was wore out. I just ended up crashing for a little bit. Woke back up. JT, if you leave a girl's house at 1230 at night and she's the only one home alone, what's going on in that house? Let's keep it PG, guys. PG. What about the chick on the last night? You fallin'? What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> Beat us in uh, mini golf. the yo. mini golf girl. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, we got hustled mini golf, bro. How old was she? I, 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 I honestly, yeah, I don't know. Yuki. She had to, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, I, we don't know. We don't know. She definitely looked, is, she looked of age. All I know is she, she beat us in mini golf bad. Like we didn't we didn't give any sense. we didn't give out any strokes or anything like yeah, that. I was like it was legit. Fair and square. But I think honestly, like with mini golf, logic just goes. She was the yeah, perfect mini golf player. There's no logic say, at all. She always shot last, and that's a very big advantage of mini golf. It because is because you can see what works, what doesn't work, and what might work. Mm-hmm. It is. 
a kid said, hit the, what did he say? The wall. So we see these kids while we're on the golf course. They're like 12, 13 years old, mind you. I turn around, this kid, this kid's braces are, I'm talking, he's cheesing. I turn around, all I hear is, hit the ball, dumbass. And there's about 20 families there. And they're all staring at this kid. And they do not care at all. They're hitting everything but the ball on that course. They're hitting the boat. They're hitting the wooden poles next to the golf course. They're doing everything but playing Some kid's trying to get something out of the water. I mean, just they just have to have a good time, honestly. Yeah. Shout out to them. But speaking of felons, we also had Brent Kitzmiller pick me off after one of my dates. Um no, 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 We're going to talk about my criminal activity, all right? We're just going to leave it off here, because if you want to go there, I can go back to the mini golf store. All right, all right, we, I was, we just kind of briefly touched on that. I'm not going to get into too much detail on it. I'm just, we saw a couple of girls, we asked them for their phone number, we didn't get the answer that we wanted to, so we just drove off, like, We drove off quickly. Very quickly. I've never seen the Kia move that fast. Kind <laughs> as quick as curvy on that moped when you're crossing <laughs> Crystal Highway. A good buddy, Kirby, on a on a road that was going like north and south. I think he was driving east to west on it. If you know what he I was, mean. He was. I could just see him like his helmet was to the side. He had that blank face. I'll make sure. I'll make sure on the Twitter page we post uh we po- WCBC. The news. Yeah, yeah, he made the, it the news. On the news. Kirby made, made it on the news. news. We'll make sure you guys see that on the Twitter page. Made I promise. I'll post the it. news. He's the dummy of the week, <laughs> bro. He dummy of the month. Yo, get out of here, yo. But um. So I just briefly want to touch on the on Major League Baseball. Um, the Miami Marlins, man. Recently they had their uh, <laughs> recently they had their season postponed because they had a big COVID outbreak. They were supposed to play Baltimore and they didn't. Um, all that stuff got rearranged. Kids are just scared of Baltimore. I know you're an Orioles fan. Well, honestly, no, because they came in and swept us. I think four a four game sweep, and they are seven and two right now. Um, they are just now currently on a loot. Like, they won, I think, six games in a row or something like that. Like, something wild. Um, so, what are they going to do? Like, I, I haven't been following any sports because, you know, until they stand, I'm not Because of politi- some political indifferences, yeah. which is fine. But, Absolutely so, fine. Blake can explain to you guys, like, like what's going to happen with the rest of their season. How long are they going to sit out for, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, pretty much the Marlins had, a, I think it was like a week. A week and a half break till they found out. They kind of isolated who was, who had COVID, who didn't. Um, they got they rearranged some roster, brought some guys in. That way they could pick up the pace of play. Oh, a little so bit, they're still playing games. games. They just have different people in the games. Yeah, they're playing oh, games yeah. right now. They just finished up playing Baltimore. I think a couple of days ago, and they actually played that series in Baltimore because they didn't want opposing teams traveling to Miami because of the clubhouse and the dugout situation and stuff like that. So actually, Miami was the home team because they were supposed to be home team in Miami. But they just played in Baltimore. It was the only difference. And they still swept them. Four game sweep. Wow! Man. So they they lost coming to the off B of a team. coming they off of a long coming off of a long break, a long That's break. Rough. But we'll say this: other teams have been, they've been playing man left and right because they got to get these games. And Miami had some time off. So that could have been something. But I'm I'm not making an excuse. A four game sweep on the road is very very hard to do. Um, or it was one again today. With that said, uh, Baltimore. Um, they they beat Washington eleven nothing last night. They beat them five three uh, tonight. They play them again tomorrow. Um, the Orioles are five hundred right now. They are in second place uh, in the AL East behind the Yankees, who are ten and five. Um, obviously, have some ground to make up. I mean, you take even if you take if we split with Miami, we're nine and five right now. We're one game out of first. 
Um, right now, we're about two games out of first, two and a half games out of first place. Um, I mean, Boston's five and nine. Good for them. You know, they deserve it with, you know, what's been going on at Fenway. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota leads the AL Central at 10 and five. Uh, the Oakland Athletics lead the AL West at 11 and four. And then the Houston Astros are four and a half games back in the AL West at six and eight. So the Oakland's got a pretty decent, you know, pretty decent lead over there. And I will say, Joe Kelly should not have been suspended. Honestly, I've been watching Trevor Bauer's uh, vlogs on YouTube. Very good stuff to watch. Very entertaining. Kind of gives you the the day and the life of a Major League Baseball player. Um, you know, the travel, the facilities, the routine set, certain players do on certain days. Um, pretty cool stuff, honestly. And what, kind of what it's like during COVID to play baseball. So there's all the checkpoints he has to go through, all the testing they have to do, and like, just a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, if you get on, just type in pretty much Trevor Bauer on YouTube. You should get on his vlogs. Or and, uh, the- shout out to him. He's he's sometimes on Pat McAfee's podcast, uh, Bauer Power Outer. He was also one of the um, the pitchers showing uh, the Astros what pitches he was throwing before the game in the preseason. Yeah. To uh, yep, because I mean they, they knew last knew. year yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, so exactly. you might you might as well just tell exactly. him and then. At least it's an even playing no, field. I definitely, so shout out to him. I definitely respect Trevor Bauer a lot because he's such a competitor. Like, I mean, just gets so caught up into the game and very competitive. Will do anything to win. Um, great player and very informative, I guess. Like I said, he tries to keep up with his fan base, stay active with people, you know what I mean, interact with his fans. Um, but like I said, get on YouTube, watch his stuff. And the guy that actually takes temperatures and the players a lot when they come in, you know, he asked him like the question of the day, and one of the questions of the day was Joe Kelly. So he had been suspended. The guy said, "Absolutely not." Now hear me out here. Yeah, he shout said, out Joe Kelly too. Joe Kelly, oh yeah, Joe Kelly, a legend. But um, the 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 worker for the Reds that was taking temperatures said, "I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Kelly was playing the long con over the off season, or not the off season, but during that COVID break where they weren't playing." Joe Kelly, I don't know if you guys saw this, let a changeup go about ten feet right of this big net he was thrown into i mean huge net you can't miss it if you're a pro pitcher and he broke his bedroom window shattered his house window he could have been playing the long con there just uh, uh just uh, that way he could say it wasn't intentional he just didn't have good command that was a good he idea. did miss a huge net and he wasn't that far away from it and broke one of his windows That's so a smart human just i'm um, just just something to think about just something no to think way about. he should have got suspended though i think we know on that i could like you should know that the Astros are going to get thrown at. And I understand, like, the Astros manager kind of made that a point of concern because if you get hit in the do- if you get hit in the dome with someone that's throwing, like, 97, 98 miles an hour, like, yes, that can cause harm. But, like, you obviously get what's coming for you. Like, nobody's just going to throw at you without a reason. If you do get hit, it's usually on an accident. But there's got to be something prior. I mean, if you're getting cheated, like, Joe Kelly got suspended more than any of the Astros did for cheating in the World Series. Like, that's whack. And honestly, like... As a manager and as a player, like, how are you more concerned about being reprimanded and being basically punished by your own peers rather than, like, cheating in the first place? Exactly. That's kind of like doing a crime and then worrying about, like, how you're being treated in jail rather than how you were doing the crime. Yeah. Because, like, like you said, n- none of those guys pay anything. They all still have their rings. They yeah. All- and Altuve, shout out to you. He's batting, like, 125 right now. In oh, yeah, the, num- the numbers are garbage. insane. Yeah, numbers are insane. You can look at the split stats, and you can, like, obviously see how much of a I difference I saw him strike out, and the announcer, uh, one of the announcers was like, looks like he got fooled there. And then the <laughs> other announcer was like, well, he doesn't know what's coming this yeah. year. So <laughs> he probably did. But, yeah, so, like I said, first place in the AL East is New York. Uh, first place AL Central is Minnesota. First place AL West is Oakland. And then the National League, Miami, 
seven and two uh, in in front of the NL East there with Atlanta at nine and six behind. Um, and although Atlanta's won more games, it goes based off of win percentage. That's how the uh, standings are done. The NL Central has the Chicago Cubs at ten and three in first place of the Central, and then the Colorado Rockies ten and three with the Dodgers at ten and four right behind, just a half a game behind there in the NL West. How are the Yankees doing? They're they're first. first place, but Garrett Cole, breaking news, had some pine tar for sure. Foreign substance on the bill of his hat. That's not the first Yankee to get caught doing no. that the past couple of years either. Michael Pineda, just a few years back, he would he kind neck. of rub his neck a little bit and stuff. He had some pine tar in the back of his neck, right underneath, like uh, right where the end of his hairline was, I guess, in the back. And Garrett Cole. Uh, you know, used to be a Pirates fan. I got mad respect for him because he's a grinder. But after seeing, here's my thing: all pitchers use stuff. Either some are just smart just enough. Be smarter not to get about caught. it. He, yeah. If you see this video that Blake and I and JT like, there's just a watched, huge dark spot on the bill of his hat, and he touched his head in three different places for yeah. for a long period of time when he had the ball on the mound. So everyone's yeah. looking at him. I mean, and it's come like, on, be smarter. Like I like like I'm one like if I'm on the mound, stuff like that. Like if I get the ball back just to catch a breath, I'll take uh. I, you know, I'll take my hat off, adjust my hair, wipe my forehead or something like that or, you know, do whatever. But, like, Garrett Cole was repeatedly going back to that same spot really without any reason. And that's, like, you can see him kind of rub his hands while it's up there too. Um, so I'll be interested to see what the league says about this. Yeah, I'm sure he'll uh, get suspended for that. Days, I'm sure. Probably, but like I said, justice for Joe at the end of the day. Yeah, um, And we're going to go ahead and move on to uh, the skunk infestation here on 2nd Street in Cumberland, Maryland. Um JT, it's your property. We're going to go ahead and put you in charge of this. In charge of this uh, topic. Go ahead and just give us a rundown on it, man. Like from the day it started. All right. So whenever I came back from the beach, <clears throat> we we noticed there was a lot of skunks. From what my parents were saying, and you know, I looked out on the deck the one night, and there was like four or five of them. Well, a couple of nights later, we had Blake and Brand here, and we just sat out on the pool deck and. How many did we see that one night? Seven, maybe? Seven or eight. Seven or eight. eight. Yeah. And our neighbor, we has, yeah, our neighbor has a couple <laughs> traps or whatever. And the guy said... They actually got a couple the yeah, night before. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, they got a couple the night before, but it's $100 per uh, skunk, skunk that's have trapped. It relocated, yeah. Yeah, so they got four, and that's $400. Well, they had to stop doing it because that's so that's such expensive. $100. They're go, they're racking that man was at making At least bank. over $1,000 just to get all the skunks out of there. We, they we were putting all. peanut butter out. I mean, we're baiting them. Like, yeah, we were, we were having them with the, the speaker. I got, a yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got one a couple times with the BB gun. Yeah, we did I shoot did. the BB gun. We and the, the little infantry. Uh, the thing was, the BB guns just don't shoot hard enough. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, it'll hurt a person, I guess. But just because of the fur and all that stuff at the distance, it's really... Really not effective. Yeah, neither is a paintball gun. But what sucks is, is whenever they spray, because it's so strong around here, and like it just leaks through the windows, and it gets. I smell it inside most of the time whenever they really? spray. And there's there's three of us, two guns. There's eight of them, so we're outnumbered. I mean, we damn near created a regime off of Call of Duty <laughs> just to fight these skunks out for the night. We're putting peanut butter out. I mean, we were what probably. 10, 15 yards from skunks. Oh, yeah. you're getting, you're, you know, up there with yeah. them. And uh, I looked up, like, how many babies they can have. It's 2 to 10. So whenever they lay babies, I mean. They, there was a couple, young bump, uh, yeah, a couple young skunks, you know, yeah, walking so, around. I mean, so. we still get them every once in a while. I saw a couple last night. I'm sure I'll see more We're tonight. We're them bad tonight, too. That's what I'm saying. So hopefully whenever, you know, the, the warmer months go away yeah. that we start seeing less so, of them. Some of them are big, that's for sure. Got a couple <laughs> raccoons and a couple possums. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, it's open season here at Second Street, you know. 
Uh, just bring your own, bring your own gun. Bring I'll say BYOG. Yeah, have at it. But um, I, I've heard you know Mr. Stevenson himself has actually got a couple. Is that? Can you confirm that? Or I don't know anything that? about that. Nothing. <laughs> um, you know, traps have been set up. Other measures have been set up, and uh, I, th- I, you know, we they have been able to get some out of here, but it's just there's they just keep coming back. Yep, and also whenever one gets killed, more come in. Really? Apparently, it's something to do with like the food and how they eat. So huh. every one that gets killed, like three more come in. Apparently, that's. I don't that's know if that applies to like the city limit because like we're kind of the city, so. Yeah, I don't know. That's what's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, it's like we see deer and stuff around. And here if they get any more worse, like I'm gonna set up a claymore too and see what I can find. Well, we just I dropped JT off at his house last night, and there's a big one that rolled across the drive. Like oh, this, that was a pretty good size skunk. Good one, like yeah. that was it wrote, ran right in front of my headlights, and I was like, JT, hold on, swell. Bro. Eating real swell. Bro. <laughs> I mean, JT throws out peanut butter bread every night, Tom. So why wouldn't they be? His, swell? Their calorie intake's way more than mine, which is sad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, moving on now. We have special guest joining us tonight uh, in studio, Gavin Hershberger. Gavin, welcome to the show. What's going on? Uh, so Gavin's a good buddy of ours, you know, going back, way back in the day. Um, a graduate of uh, Fort Hill High School in JT's class, or the class of 18. Uh, a fellow neighborhood watch officer with Brent Kitzmiller and Bel Air, making sure that's, you know, Bel Air's staying under Y'all control. Y'all are the ones causing the problems. How can you watch <laughs> But, uh, That's why they never caught us. <laughs> and uh, Bel Air is not Howard County, Maryland, or Hartford County, Maryland, whatever one it is. Um, it's there's like a little like neighborhood Subdivision, town, basically. yeah, called Bel Air up here by Cumberland, Maryland. Um, I know some people get confused when I like say that and stuff. But anyways, Gavin, um, you went to AC. You just graduated. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. How does it feel to be done pretty much all of you? Are you not planning on going back to school, are you? Um, It depends. Right now, um, they like the job I'm going for just opened up. Uh, they're hiring, processing, so I'm going to shoot for that. Um, if that doesn't pan out as soon as I want it to, I'm going to go. I'm going to transfer to a four-year and finish my bachelor's. Okay. So that's my You plan. have your associates now, correct? Yeah, I'm okay. What do you have your associates in? Criminal justice. All right. And what job will you be uh, trying to get into here? Oh, man. Some people might hate me for this one, but uh, I'm going to try to get into the police academy. There you go. Yeah. State? So, state yeah. police? Or, okay, yeah, state police. There that's you go. So that's the way for. to go. That's the way to go. But, uh, yeah, man. I mean, any stories you can tell us about, like maybe JT through high school, you got anything oh, good man. on them? Um. I one one night we were all sitting here at JT's house, me, JT, and Brant, and uh, we ran up to the convenience store. It's like a minute up the road, and um, uh, we ran into some high school buddies of ours that were running around. They had like clown masks and they were scaring kids, and we stopped and talked to them. And uh, some people some people thought it was us, so they called the cops. <laughs> they described the vehicle. I was I was driving my dad's truck. And uh, they described it to him. So we got pulled over, not even 100 yards from JT's house on the way home. And uh, we just got to talking to the officer. We had four or five cop cars on us. Yeah. <laughs> we brought the brigade. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had about four or five cop cars pull us over. And uh, we just got to talking while they ran our information and stuff. Nothing happened. But uh, the one officer asked if we all went to Fort Hill. And Brant had just graduated um, two years prior. And we told him, yeah, that we all went there. And... Uh, he asked if we flip, we played football, and we said, yeah. And uh, he looked at JT, who was scrawny back then, and uh, the officer with a straight face looked at him and said, even you play? 
<laughs> and uh, I don't think really JT knew what to say about that one. I think he was kind of shocked. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's never good when the cops pull you over and they ask you where you're going and you say right there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I could literally throw a rock and hit JT's house from wherever we got. Oh yeah, over. we were. I mean, we oh, we're talking even... four or five police cars had us cornered in. Like it was kind of yeah. crazy. Like... You would have thought we freaking <laughs> robbed a bank or something. And we really, we, really, we were just going to Sheets to get a drink. Yeah, they they even asked if they could search the car and we were like, yeah, sure. And they never did because yeah, nah, they they, they knew we we weren't doing anything wrong. Yeah. But I think they thought it was funny because when they first walked up to the window. Uh, the officer had a smirk on his face, and he asked us, uh, he said, are you guys the guys driving around scaring kids in clown masks? And we laughed because we knew who was doing it, but I think they found it funny, but I guess they, they had to do their job, and they had to stop it, but it wasn't us. But. And then, Gavin, outside of, uh, like, the workforce and um, school, I know you like to hunt a lot. Is there any, I'm not too familiar with the hunting seasons. Is there anything coming up that hunters should be looking forward to? Oh, man, um... Yeah, actually, I'm teaching hunter safety. I'm, oh. I'm a, since I'm not 21 yet, I'm considered an, uh, what would you call like a junior instructor or whatever, since I'm not 21. Um, we have a hunter safety course coming up. I believe, I'm not going to say dates because I don't want to be held accountable for it, but it's in the next month or so. I, th- I want to say first couple weeks of September. Um, archery season opens up. I believe September eighth or eleventh, uh, rifle or muzzle loader kicks off. Uh, I think early October. They would have that in Chicago for the past three months. <laughs> I was gonna say in Chicago, New York, they have an open season out there. They oh, got yeah. free tags laying around. Oh yeah, no tag limit. Um, and then I don't really know the dates. I'd have to look. Um, rifle season follows, and then it kind of just repeats itself. Um, but yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. And uh, Gavin, I know I know you like to ride your bikes and fish and any of that thing. So, and I know you've been cutting a lot of grass lately. Me and Blake are <laughs> avid grass cutters. I actually re-listened to the podcast when I cut grass. Well, I'm actually uh, just a, as Brant said, we are avid, you know, uh, lawn care professionals. Professionals. I actually was awarded. Um, I was named to be a 2019 Lawn Care All American. Now you can find that in my Instagram bio. Um, actually, 20, the twenty twenty, no, the twenty twenty, um, the twenty twenty list comes out here within the coming weeks. Um, so I'm I'm kind of anxious to see how I perform this year. But I think I did a good job, honestly. It just got so hot that the grass got burned up, and that wasn't just my yard. I took very good care of my yard, you know. Um, take great pride in our front yard actually, because we live right on one of like a pretty a fairly populated yeah. road. I'd say Bedford Road is pretty populated, mm-hmm. um, pretty busy and stuff. I try to take good care of that front yard there, and I think I do a good job on it. Actually, we did re landscape the whole front of the house this this uh, spring in May. Um, planted some new plants, redid the rock, um, lined up the edges and stuff. So, like, so I'm excited to see you know where I'll fall in this year's rankings. Um, Gavin, you hoping to make the list? Oh man, I'm hoping. I think um, you've cut a lot of yards this year. Yeah, I cut. Um, I mean, it's nothing crazy, but I mean, it's enough to keep me busy. I cut. Um, I want to say like. Five or six, maybe seven. I don't that's, really that's have a, a list. That's a fair amount of lawns. So oh, do you? Do, I mean, do you do it just by yourself, or do you have any? Yeah, I mean, sometimes my dad will help me. Maybe if it's like a, that's, a bigger lawn that takes longer, but yeah, no, that's I, that's a fair amount. Of, that's like you know, a yard a day. The way I see, you know, pretty I mean, much. You could, I try to knock you it could, out. Like yeah. I try to do three a day. That oh way no, I, it's definitely definitely yeah. doable. But like I'm just saying, like usually when you go out and cut your grass and stuff like that, like doesn't take you all day but you know usually if you if you have a decent sized yard and stuff mm-hmm. like that you're kind of beaten you really want to 
you just go and relax after you know you finish taking care of your grass but oh yeah that's um, awesome man but yeah it was uh i was gonna lifeguard again this year and then i couldn't get recertified because the good old china virus <laughs> yep. so uh it'll do it to you i mean this wasn't my last resort but i don't mind doing it i mean i enjoy so it, i have so. a question for you guys as as uh lawn care professionals <laughs> if you cut the grass short you might end up burning it up, especially this year. You know, you yeah. could. I mean, very hot. Just, or did you guys run into that problem as well? Here's 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 the other option you have. You leave it a little longer. You don't cut it as short. Now the yard doesn't look as nice. It gets shaggy quicker. You have to cut it more often, which sucks. But you don't run the risk of burning up your grass. So what would you guys rather do? Would you rather cut a little shorter and risk it, or keep it a little longer, keep it shaggy, not as looking good, but it's going to be alive? Blake, I'll let you handle this one first. Okay, so honestly, um, with some prior experience, you know, I make sure I, I try to lay down some some good fertilizer, get a good base in there uh, right around April, rainy season there, make sure it soaks in the ground, you know, gets good before we, you know, start cutting on a regular basis. Um, and then after that, I like to try to keep it fertilized, and then... Uh, you know, just make sure everything's taken care of, making sure no weeds are growing, stuff like that that could inhibit uh, the grass growth in some areas. But um, honestly, like, I really wasn't expecting to have that much of a hot streak. I mean, this is, I think this might be one of the hottest yeah, summers I, I've, I've, I've had. So. In a, not, I wouldn't say the hottest, but like, we've had like some pretty long dry streaks, longer than yeah. what I remember in, in previous years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like last year, my my lawn never really got burned up, got burned up like once for like maybe just a few days and yet you know, recouped itself. But this year, I mean, it was, it was struggling. And I usually like, like, I don't like skeech my lawn. I make sure there's like a nice, you know, you can, it, it's, it's nice. It's kind of short, but it's, at the same time, it's not so short that like, I don't have to cut it for three weeks. Um, I cut it just short enough to where it's, uh, you can, you can, so you can still see the stripes, but it's also not like super big to where it's like blowing in the wind a little bit. You know what I mean? And I try, I try to keep a good job on it. So I kind of always risk it for the biscuit, I guess. You know, I, I take the, I keep things on the shorter side. I just think it looks a little bit neater to me. And honestly, like, you know, I just, I just hit it at the wrong time, honestly, with this heat wave that started. And, I mean, it's it's had a it's had a rough time recovering, honestly. But I've been, you know, getting out there, watering extra, laying down some new sod and some burn-up areas. And it's, it's been doing okay. But, I mean, how do you guys usually handle that? If yeah. I, now, if I know a dry, a dry spell's coming... I'll, you know, I might just trim it real quick, you know, just uh-huh. give it a trim, brush across the top, but I really wasn't expecting it to last for as long as it did. But Gavin, I'm going to go ahead and defer to you now. Um, For me, it all depends on um, what the weather's calling for. I mean, if it's, if the weather's showing like mid, mid to high 80s, low 90s for the next four or five days, I'm not going to cut it too short because you're not going to get rain. Yeah. It's just going to burn up. Um, but if we're getting a good amount of rain, I'll trim it um, a little lower. Or like uh, a few weeks ago, I went on vacation, so I knew I wouldn't be able to cut it for at least like eight or nine days. So I cut it a little lower than normal. But uh, when I got back, it was, I mean, I guess it rained a lot when I was gone. Um, it sprouted up a good bit. Um, as for like, I mean, it all depends where you're, like the way I look at it is it depends where you're mowing. Like I mow... Um, a lawn on Winchester Road, and it's pretty much the backyard's like a about a little smaller than a football field, and you know it's in direct sunlight all day, so you know I'll cut that accordingly um, to where I cut a yard out past Blake's house, and you know most of it's shaded, so you just gotta you just gotta cut the grass basically according to like how much rain or how much sun it's gonna get. Yeah. 
But I think something that hurt me this year too was getting it in, getting a cut in there before I left for the beach. And I think when we left for the beach, it got real hot when I was home. Uh-huh. And I wasn't expecting it to be as hot as it was. And I think that was something that kind of impeded, um, you know, impeded the way that I went about it. Because usually when we leave for the beach, you know, we've had a snake in our yard before in, in recent years. And like, we don't let it, we don't ever let our yard get like super like uncleanly and stuff. But we just don't like to take that chance while we're gone with like, you know, squirrels maybe getting into the house when my grandfather comes and checks on the dog. You know, maybe some mice, a chipmunk, something like that. So we try to keep it, you know, low to keep stuff away. Um, and then we just cut, you know, we just hit it the wrong time and, and we just got blasted by heat. But, Brent, how do you, how do you do things? So at, uh, to wrap it up here, I actually had um, some rabbits in my yard and a oh, nest. No so I tried not to cut the grass. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm still going to cut the grass. But I'm going to make sure, you know, they're not out. I'm not going to hit any of them. But I kind of left it a little longer. On the left side of the house to try to give the rabbits a little more yeah, cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, because you don't, you don't want to cut their cover all the way down. But around the other side of the house, I kind of cut it all pretty even, pretty short. Kind of risk it for the biscuit type of thing. So that's yeah, kind of what it was. Good. Uh, so there you have it. That's, uh, I mean, Gavin, is there anything that you'd like to, you know, tell people about yourself at all? Or anything oh, you'd like man. to, any My stories? Man's single. <laughs> he is Indiana. single. Yeah. I'm just... I'm just your average college grad right now, just looking for a job. Mostly enjoying the summer right now, I won't lie. What's left of it, at least. Yeah, not too much longer. Uh, probably about, what, a solid month, maybe. Give or take. Give, yeah. give or take, yeah. Gonna make, gonna try to make a few more trips to the lake. Um, haven't been up there. I mean, I bought a jet ski a few months ago. That was a solid... Mess that shit up. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was, a, so, that was a solid purchase. Um, other than that, just chilling, right? Just chilling, man. Enjoying the summer. That's all you can do right now. Good, man. Good. And uh, moving on to our Mount Rushmore. Yeah. We're Mount Rushmore of best hitters today. Of all time. Of all time. Not just right now, but of all time. So, MLB hitters. So, you know, Gavin, you're the guest. Do you, would you like to go first? Uh, I'll go last. I'll yeah, you Gavin's going to go last. How about that? So, I would like to put this out there. You know, I haven't gone first in a couple. I'm feeling oh, a little selfish today. You can today. go first. That's so, fine. So I, I would like to announce my first pick in the draft. Uh, first round, first pick, Barry Bonds. I mean, best <laughs> home run hitter in the league. Swole guy. Juice to the gills. Juice to the gills. I mean, say what you want, but the guy he, was, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Of course. I, I think, like. Don't our, get me wrong. That stuff yeah. makes you stronger, but you, uh, you still got to hit that ball. Yeah, it's still, it, it doesn't make, it doesn't make the ball any bigger. It doesn't make the ball any bigger. Doesn't make your bat any more better. Yep. So. No, I agree. Uh, JT, do you want to go now? Or? Sure. I said this before the show. I'm going to say it again. Uh, Ty Cobb. Yeah. Left-handed hitter. Pulled the ball and was fast <laughs> as all get out. He was good, and man. Stats, yeah. Insane. Uh, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and make my first pick. Mr. Hammerin Hank Aaron. Great uh, for the Braves, you know. I remember watching some highlight tapes there because he played, you know, back to like seventies, eighties and stuff. You know, my parent, our parents, kind of watched him play, um, and he was, you know, from what we've all heard, like I mean, numbers don't lie either. I mean, he was, he was quite the guy, you know, quite the guy to watch, and and so he's going to be my first overall pick, Gavin. Uh, I'm gonna switch up the tempo, no pun intended. Um, Chipper Jones, a solid, Ooh. solid switch hitter. So I'm gonna go with that. I like it. Now you have so Gavin, pick. yeah. So we're gonna back. we're gonna reverse it back Ooh. around. All right. Um, 
not to sound stereotypical, but I might just go with Babe Ruth, to be honest with you. He, he took mine. Great uh, pick. All right. Can't go wrong there. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so my next pick is going to be Tony Gwynn Sr. <sighs> Mr. That's, that's a very slept-on pick. Probably the best pick Mr. in the draft. Mr. Padre. He played for 20 years. He had he won eight batting titles, um, which is actually you know tied for the most in National League history. But his bat his career batting average three thirty eight for twenty seasons. That man's career average was three thirty eight, which means there were some seasons where he batted well over three thirty eight, like around the three fifty mark. And other ones, and you yeah. barely see. You don't see that a lot. You might see like Mike Trout hit around three thirty this year or something like. I mean, this year's going to be different because only sixty games, but like in years past. Like, you know, you had Bryce Harper, you had Mike Trout, you had Nolan Arenado, you had these big-name guys hitting up around, the, you know, the 330 mark, the 320 mark, and that was crazy. But for him to be 10 points higher, pretty much, and, and a career average around 340 is just insane. And I also read somewhere where he faced Nolan Ryan, I believe, and, like, he only struck out, like, just a few times and stuff like that against him, which is pretty insane. Um, but just absolutely crazy. Great hitter. Um, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. And, uh, you know, the legend of Tony Gwynn lives on. Played for San Diego State. Has a whole bunch of hitting records there. Um, just, a, just a fundamental textbook guy. And those uniforms? The, all the this old might Padres. be a hot take, but those are top five for me and they're not five. <laughs> so, just put all that right, out man. there for uniforms. All right, with my next pick, I'm going to go with Ken Griffey Jr. Just because that man hit one off the Orioles warehouse that one time in the home run contest. That was crazy. The Derby. It was like one of the, yeah, it was like one of the farthest ones. So that's my second pick. So, on uh, last pick in the second round, I'm going to take Mark McGuire. You know, 70 homers in a season. So pretty much if you've ever taken steroids whoa, in your whoa, life, whoa, 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 uh, whoa, Brent Kitzel is going to pick he you. He 70 homers in a year. The home run race. I know, I know. And, and to go on to my... Did you ever watch that 30 for 30? Yes, I did. did and you? to okay. go on... To the third round, first pick, Sammy Sosa. I got to take his running mate, you know? They were fighting for the number one spot. I could have told you that was coming. They uh, they both uh, were pretty strong guys for one reason or another, so uh, I'm going to take him, Sammy Sosa. Oh, and a uh, cork bat. So he he was doubling up on the on the cheat, and I love it. There you go. Trying. Uh, so I believe this goes back to JT now, I think. No. You're up. No, it was Brandon, JT, then me, then Gavin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm up again? Yes. Oh, all right. I'm going to go with Derek Jeter just because he's a really good contact hitter. And it's my type of hit. My type of hitter, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. honestly, to me, uh, I mean, I just don't think – I think Derek Jeter is a little bit overrated, to be honest with you. I'm not taking anything he's, away from the guy. He's a but standard, though. He's a he standard. Is, no, casual. I mean, I – you know, if you're playing basketball, you know, like, the name was, like, anytime you shoot a shot, man, Kobe, Kobe, anytime in practice you backhand a baseball, a ground ball, you just jump, turn, and launch it across the diamond and yell, Jeter, you know what I mean? And like I said, I'm not taking anything away from him, but I do think he gets he gets made out to be a little bit more than, than what he is. But, I mean, like I said, great athlete. He was a cornerstone for the Yankees organization for so many years. Um, I mean, he, like I said, great, great player, great team guy. But just like, I just think maybe just a little bit overrated on the hitting side of things. Um, but with that said, my uh, my third round pick, Pete Rose, a man belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he does. The enthusiasm that he brought to the ball field every day. I mean, 
He said he would walk through hell in a gasoline suit to play baseball. I mean, that man just loved the game. He was, you know, he's about it. Wanted to get better every day. His career batting average is only like three or three, but he had 4,256 total hits, which is like insane. As a matter of fact, I think he leads. Um, let me check. Let me check to see who leads MLB most career hits. I'm pretty sure it's him. Um, let's see here. Career leaders and records for hits. Pete Rose. Yep. 4,256. He's a switch hitter. Uh, I mean, this guy, he was just insane to watch. I mean, I've watched his old highlights. Not in the Hall of Fame because of some gambling problems, which to me is kind of bush. I mean, Major League Baseball doesn't have any business in what you do with your money. It's your money. I heard he was kind of betting on his own games, though. Here's my thing. Don't he he would not bet against himself to lose. I understand it's it's you know not, it's frowned upon to do that, but like that man wanted to win so bad. He was such a competitor that I, he would not throw a game. He just simply wanted to put money on himself because he knew he was going to do good to make more money. That's all I gotta say, Gavin. Oh man, last pick of the third round. Kirby, if you're listening to this, you're gonna like this one. <laughs> You can't go wrong oh. with uh, Crush Davis. Oh my gosh, I'm Gavin! Gonna... <laughs> Gavin! Nah. Hey, I mean, he had he had two good years. Yeah, the Orioles. That's, paid... what, that's what I'm going off. He strikes of. out more than me. I'm going off those two good years. I mean, he earned that nickname for a reason. That's why he I'm, did. That's why I'm going there. No, no, he did. He taught, He also took juice. Don't forget it. Yeah, but I'll, I'll give him credit where it's due. He earned the name for a reason. I mean, his uh, his at bat average is only a two, three, four, but. He had two good seasons. Two solid seasons. He earned the name, so I'll give him credit. That is horrendous. (laughs) The microphone had to get that one. Yeah, had to. JT, that's ridiculous, man. You need to sit up in your seat. At least shit down into the couch. Don't aim it at us. (laughs) (laughs) So, for my final pick, this is going to be a little bit of a homer pick. Um, Cal Ripken Jr., you know, I'm a big Orioles guy. I played shortstop growing up. You know, I was middle infielder. Cal Ripken was always, like, one of my role models. Yeah, I mean, he just played the game well. Played. He started, like, 2,100. Yeah, so, you know, that was numbers it. on the warehouse. Um, just, like, what a guy. I mean, just a textbook. Nothing special about him. Nothing too wild, you know. But he was he was consistent and constant for, you know, 20, like, yeah, 20-year career, something like that. Um I mean, just nuts. His career batting average is only like two seventy six. But just to just to speak about how many like at bats that he had and stuff like that, he uh he, he batted two seventy six, but he also acquired three thousand one hundred eighty four hits in his career, which is sixteenth all time. So like two seventy four with that many hits, like that yeah. just kind of goes to show you how long he played, how long he's in the lineup. How many you know at bats he had and stuff like that? So that's that's pretty wild. It's a homer pick. I know there's some people that are better hitters than him, according to the stats. But like, if I had to have a guy on my team, you know, I'd want him. And you have him for come twenty years, not ten. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. JT, uh, I'm gonna go with Ichiro just because mm. he could just hit that ball and just run. Just absolute contact. You know, you're good if you only have one name. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I still don't know if that's his first name or his last name. It's his first name, Ichiro Suzuki. Great okay. fielder, too. Had a cannon on him for being that skinny. Yeah, he ball. did. He yeah. had a He's like 5'8 or something like that. Yeah. So, opposite of JT's pick, um, my first pick, Barry Bonds, 6'2", 230. Second pick, Mark McGuire, 6'5", 245. Third pick was Sammy Sosa. Smallest guy on our squad, 
six foot, two thirty. To round out the squad, we got six four, two hundred and forty pound Jose Canseco. I mean, <laughs> you, you got to keep it. You got to keep uh, the squad consistent. And uh, I kind of try to keep all my guys from the same era. So, I feel like those are the four dudes who are really hitting Fair bangers. Enough. I mean, Brink just went strictly power there. I feel like is that yeah, is we're, that we're correct? Go, the chicks dig the long ball. You chicks know what dig I mean? the long ball. That they do. That they do, my friend. Um. So now that, you know, that wrapped up our Mount Rushmore of the best MLB hitters of all time. Uh, real quick, you know, our good friend Danny King, uh, he left for school today, went to West Virginia University. He's gone there to play football. Um, actually, we should probably check in. Have you guys heard how his moving went at all? Or like, I'm surprised he didn't do a little documentary. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> we, honestly. we saw on Snapchat a little bit of uh, what was going on, so it wasn't too, too bad. Yeah, but uh, Danny, enjoy it, buddy. Yeah, we're gonna miss you. Got a couple days of quarantine, sure. so you might actually listen to this if he gets yeah. too bored. <laughs> but uh, you know, we hope everything for your season, you know, works out this year and stuff like that. Um, definitely be just, definitely be watching and rooting for. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Absolutely. absolutely. If if you don't get sent home early. <laughs> yeah. But it's always hook 'em horns up, baby. That's I'm a Texas guy. But uh, you know, I'll watch the West Virginia games too. Don't worry. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Moving on to our last scheduled topic of the of the show, uh, the bombing in, in Lebanon. If you didn't see that video, you're probably living under a rock because I probably retweeted that thing four times because I was just in amazement. The shockwaves from that. I mean, it literally looked like a fireworks store blew up over there. And I'm not being think, funny when I say that. I don't think it was fireworks. I know, no, that, I know that's what it claimed to be. It looked like little pieces of ammunition going off in the air. Because, you know, gunpowder gets hot, it, it obviously is going to uh-huh. set off the charge. And, uh-huh. you know. and I, I don't care how much fireworks you have. They don't create a mushroom cloud like no. that. No, like, this thing was, I heard this thing was like, like ripping off roofs like 10, 12 blocks away. Like, yeah. yeah. But fireworks it, ain't going to It that. almost looked like, um, you know, I mean, obviously out of a movie, like a nuke or something, how it creates yeah. that mushroom oh, cloud. Oh, it's crazy. That's what it kind of You could see of. the shockwaves traveling. You know, down the alleys and the streets and all that stuff. I mean, just yeah. absolutely and Before insane. we go any farther, like, I know we joke around on this part a lot, but, like, prayers to the people in Lebanon because, like, that's actually yeah, that, crazy. That is, like, that's very Like, tragic. that's insane because imagine that happening here. Um, I heard, like, I mean? so, like, just real quick, just to, just to give you a kind of a perception. The Oklahoma City bombing had, like, two and a half tons of ammonium nitrate or whatever it was. It's, like, this fertilizer that blew up over there. This place had over like twenty seven hundred tons. So big like, difference. that's so a lot that's of boom. Insane. That's a lot of boom boom juice. Yeah, it is. So was it a? I mean, I haven't really read up on. It. I've seen a bunch of videos and stuff. Was it like a, like a plant of some sort, like a chemical plant? I've no, because it, it was at the. It was like apparently near a dock, so it's like a storage facility. Okay. Right. I was thinking it might have been a munitions depot. To be honest, I've with heard you. fireworks, but like that just doesn't even add up. I, no. I know. I know Trump kind of lightly touched over, and he basically said like. That it was kind of like the same thing that happened in Japan with that. Uh, they had a whole bunch of like nuclear stuff leak into the ocean or whatever. Ooh, yeah, that. he said it was basically an accident like that, basically. But that still still sucks. Good news is though that hotel next to the place at Plup, you can actually get a hotel room there for two dollars right now. No, I'm dead serious. You can get a, you get a hotel room for there for two U.S. dollars. Speaking so, of, so like if you want to go to Lebanon for the week, that's just fourteen dollars, man. Speaking of hotels, this is a little off topic, but I just got back from Ocean City. Actually, a week before this, that tropical storm went up there. And did you guys see all the damage there from, like, the hotel? Yeah, briefly, briefly. I, I saw, I didn't I saw, I saw cars wild. driving through a lot of water in Myrtle yeah. Beach, I, but that was about it. I saw a, uh, 
a roof got blown off a hotel. Um, I think it was like 127th Street or something. Wow. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, so that's that's pretty much all we got for you guys. Have anything else for, for tonight's show? or? I mean, uh, because we're about to end this, I can now out myself. The guys here actually skipped over my uh, my simp season oh, explanation. Oh, we did. We so, did. <laughs> so I got lucky. I'm not going to explain that. No, uh, we got five minutes. We got four minutes. What about Anyways. what about you getting a new car? Oh, oh yeah, I got I got a nice little uh, a 2013 Hyundai Sonata uh, or Elantra. I'm sorry, Elantra um, has like sixty thousand miles on it. Just need something to get me down to school and back and get around because my Yukon I have now has two hundred forty five thousand on it. <laughs> A little shaky. I mean, she'll run, but I just too, I just didn't want to push her that hard, you know, down 68 and 70 and all that stuff to school. But um, real quick, Brant always gets on us for simping. Brant has spent I know simp. oh, so many, like literally all day. He's met the parents. She goes to his house. They hang out. You know, he's helping her through a little bit of a rough time right now. A little um, therapist. <laughs> she, Brant's in her bio. Uh, she's making TikToks about Brant. I mean, like, just... It, like bro it's cuffing season the fall is coming like we get it like just don't tell us like you're not simping like you're simping right now here here's all i want to say though like you guys can worry somebody for simping now but when y'all get a girl either keep that same energy and, right. let me, and let me right. roast y'all no or, for sure or or lay off me now and then i'll lay off you later when y'all when y'all actually <laughs> right. get to simping. i haven't really been saying much to hey. i've been wondering so That's so I so so <laughs> so pick pick either side because i'm, I'm down for either side but see listen just pick one the only reason I'm on Brant's noggin right now is because he was on mine after I like I had them dates at the beach and I'm just I was just returning the favor a little bit you know, but honestly like I, I'm we, also we not always love like you though after we always day. go after then you ain't with the right one bro, you ain't with the right one that's all I gotta say, you'll know, you'll know you ain't wrong, but uh, no nah, man that's you know how it is all gas no breaks with all of us you know what I mean <laughs> that's all it is this tough love always having a good time cracking some jokes but. Yeah, man. I'm just, like, we saw Brand up there today, and he just did not look comfortable. And, like, you know, we almost had to get a rescue mission to get him out of there. Like, I was, I was oh, in the midst yeah, of man. planning one. I heard Trooper 5 was on call. <laughs> yeah, we, we were ready, bro. We were coming to bust you out. I sent the Morse code yeah, out. Yeah, Brand actually sent the dot, 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 dash, 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 dot, dot, dot <laughs> for the SOS in our group chat, yeah. And, uh, but I will say this, too. Um, one last thing about that to add on to all of the things that she's been doing. Uh, she also posted a video of like her talking to her dad about Brant because uh, her father was a teacher of Brant's back in high school back in the day. Oh, and, you know, I mean, obviously, like, she's just head over heels for the kid. Brant's a good guy, though, like, I'll, I'll say it. But, I mean, Brant always out here getting on us for something and, like, I don't know, dog. You're going down yeah, that man. same path. You, you, met, you met her dad. That's... And he met her mom the other night. Oh, I that's mean, important. taking her out for dates like an hour down the state. You feel me? Like, we have a good time. Just saying. I'm just saying. But, uh, yeah, so that's Brant's sim story. I can't believe we missed you, bro. I Brant's a stand up Yeah, he's a stand up guy for, for saying that we missed him and, you know, being able to, to do that. But that's pretty much all we got for you guys tonight. Uh, I don't know when we'll record again. I mean, we go. I go back to school next week. JT goes back here in the coming week as well. I mean, if my desk, if my desk comes, I'll definitely have to take it down by then, and so we'll, we will. We'll yeah, try to we'll, get down there. We can, we can definitely plan something yeah. up. But uh, as we go, I'd just like to say RIP in the chat to uh, JT and his uh, his pool party this weekend. 
this this last last answer. I just thought that. That's it. Final thoughts, JT. Final thoughts. JT's chilling. Brant's saying rest in peace. I'm saying I'm tired because I've been. You know, I got up at about four o'clock today and humped it till like nine, just all gas, no brakes. Fifteen seconds left. Make it quick. I'm not. I'm not a chef, but boy, are these bitches stupid. All right. (laughs) Hey, this is Gavin. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me on, Blake. Yeah. No problem, man. It's great to have you. And uh, so that's all we got for you for episode twelve. Take it easy.